Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker and listen with a sparkle in your eye, as though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Hello, this is So I Married a Movie Geek, the podcast. I am your host, Chrissy McQueen. With me, as always, is Justin Winters, my husband. Say hello, Justin. Hello, Justin. I think you did something like that last week. We've got to get you new material, my dear. Ah, no. Well, okay. Anyway, this time we are going to be discussing the 1999 movie Fight Club with Edward Norton and Brad Pitt. Which Chrissy had not seen up until last week. As is the theme with all of the movies we have reviewed thus far. Yes. Um, But... For some reason, Chrissy already had a very disdainful opinion of the movie before she'd even seen it. That's not fair. I didn't have a disdainful opinion of the movie before I had never even seen it. Uh It was just that I had seen portions of the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, And to be fair, I had seen the portions with ex-boyfriends and people like that. So I kind of had, I guess you could say... I don't know. I had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder about it. You're, you're looking at it through uh, rose-colored glasses. Or olive green, since that's my least favorite color. Yeah. Yes. Crappy colored glasses. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I was. I, I think that's I gave fair. it a fair shake. Okay. So I then said, you watched it? Uh, yeah. I, I said I was going to watch it. I love Brad Pitt and almost everything he's in. So I thought, you know what? I like Brad Pitt. I like Justin. Justin likes this movie. I'm going to give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, okay. Okay. I'm all about subversive themes. Mm-hmm. I think that anything that uh, votes in the column for anarchy as opposed to uh, keeping, you know, the status quo was fabulous. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed the writing as far as that was concerned. And the direction was great and the acting was great. Mm-hmm. <sighs> is your problem... <clears throat> a lot of people I hear whose problem with the movie is it's violence. Yeah. And they think that it promotes violence. Which I think that that's probably the the way that it falters the most. Because I think the people behind it were... I mean, it's obviously made from a book, and the book has. Many... Was it? That's not. That wasn't obvious to me. I didn't know it was made from a book. You didn't know it was a book first. Nope, nope. Uh, it was a book. Ah. Yeah. Um. But anyway, what were you talking about before you said that? You were saying that it was obvious that it came from a book, and I said, "Really? Didn't think so." Oh. But you were talking about violence. Oh yeah. Um. But on the base, people will watch the movie and be like, oh, this is awesome. This is great that they beat the crap out of each other. Where there's like a whole subtext there that most people are just not going to get at all, <laughs> you know? So you run the risk of, if, you, if you're going to, you know, do that, it's sort of like, uh, you know, people watching horror films. Okay. You know, horror films, you know, at, at the genesis 
are about sex and you know the the virgin and all the virgin that, all, whore pendulum. all that stuff. Yes, we know that stuff. Yes, some people don't know that stuff. Well, we studied film, and they're like, "That's awesome that people are getting hacked up to death," and that's the thing they like about it. That's true. So I think some people don't like that it's you know brutally violent like this, but with a message that can be construed different ways. However, in articular inarticulately you said that that was very eloquently put oh i'm sorry i am drinking wine this uh podcast is also sponsored by <laughs> wine tonight except this podcast is sponsored by red sparkling wine as opposed to our usual asti yes it tastes like grape juice but with a little bit of no alcohol. It, it totally tastes like a grape smashing juice. of alcohol and it has more than a smashing i think because we've only had two glasses but we're not making too much sense that being said this is also a movie that you know you could talk about 20 different ways yeah and sometimes it'll be, you know, kind of right. Sometimes it'll be way off base. But that's the main reason I like this movie is because you can talk about it, um, you know, and someone's already – there's always a different opinion or a different – Well, I love its anarchistic themes. you got off of it, huh? I love the anarchistic theme of it all. I really do. The uh-huh. subversiveness is, is wonderful. And anything that challenges the status quo is right up my alley. Okay. What you didn't like. Obviously – the violence is not my forte. Uh-huh. I understand that that is an intrinsic part of this movie, so you can't just forego it altogether and expect it to be the same. Uh-huh. So I knew that going in. I knew that that was a part of the plot, that it had to be central to what happens. Uh-huh. But after a while, and granted the big aha moment didn't come till the end, but mm-hmm. before the big aha moment... And they're just having, you know, these fightings and all the fight club crap. And I'm like, really? It's mm-hmm. guys fighting each other. It's guys punching each other in the face mm-hmm. and brutally. Like right now, we're watching this in the background. And uh, Bob, the guy with the boobs, is fighting. And it's just like two guys fighting each other. And everyone else is practically rabid, cheering them on from the sidelines. Truly, like rabid dogs. Why aren't they just frothing from the mouth already? This one guy's tapping Bob with the boobs out, and he doesn't even want to stop because he's so thrilled to be, you know, violating some other human being. I don't understand. I just, that's the part. That's the part. And that's supposed to that's be a form of enlightenment? Like it, you don't understand it? That's why well, you don't like it? Well, because they say that this is like the, their key to enlightenment. That's how they woke up from their lives. So what is this movie about? It's <laughs> about a lot of things. I can't sum it up in one sentence or even oh, one word. Oh, really? No. Okay. Can you? I mean, it's got a lot of like a, it's a lot of themes running deep. Well, that's what I said too. Well, the writer, I've read some of the book. I haven't read all of the book, which is weird. But I've read some of the book, and the writer he says that all of his books are about loneliness at at their core. So by punching other people in the face, that is somehow assuaging loneliness. No, well, not necessarily. Um, what have I heard about? Well, it's it's got the whole um, anti-consumerism thing at its core, which I was just watching the the first scene where they're in the diner and uh, Brad Pitt's character is talking to Edward Norton's character um, about you know you're you're not what you own you're not what owns you people you know the IKEA culture blah blah blah. It's going to be the death, you know, the death of us, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's 10 years ago. Wow, that was very... It was ahead of its time. It was very ahead of its time. Now that's now you watch it and you get another, you know, different version true. of it after what, you know. 
And I love how the they use... The crap storm we've been through recently. They use uh, the fat from the liposuction clinics to make their soap. And it's very ironic that they're selling it back to the same women who had it sucked from them. Yeah. And he even mentions that. And they talk about how, you know, our generation, our, the men in our generation were men, you know, without a war, raised by women... And what was the quote? But what's wonder- wrong with that? That's what I don't understand. He didn't make a strong enough correlation between that and why there was a need for a fight club. He really didn't. He just kind of said, we were raised by women. We didn't have a war. So what? Let's take out our male testosterone hidden agendas on each other by yeah, punching I mean, I guess yourself? It's like men of our generation have been, excuse my, you know, words, but pussified. You You've know, been we, pussified, yeah, Justin? We, we've been pussies. I'm not, no, I'm telling you what he's saying. <laughs> you're getting very defensive now, so you're not being Yes, I'm, pussified. A to- I'm, I'm totally pussified, yes. Um, he says with his cheek propped, propped up onto his palm right now. <laughs> what? This is an awkward position that you have the laptop. Okay? It's such a pussified pose as you're like, I am not pussified. Oh, man. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Okay. What and else? Then. What else do you get out get out get out of the movie? Brad Pitt. That's it. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> Brad Pitt is cute even when he is bleeding from the face. I have to say. What? The, I love <laughs> that we're talking about themes and we're like, what do you get out of it? Brad Pitt. <laughs> well, but being totally honest with you, I gotta say, going into this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, I was a little bit nervous. Granted, I was actually a little bit nervous even before we saw the movie when Justin first approached me about doing this for a podcast because, oh, if we had enough of you guys listening to this to actually have enough fans with which people would write hate mail, oh, I'd be getting mad amount of hate mail from this podcast because I'm ruining my movie girl street cred amongst all of my male friends right now. I have yet to meet a, a single straight man, and actually even some of my, my gay friends, who dislike this movie. Everyone likes this movie. Um, all my straight friends like this movie. A lot of my gay friends like this movie. Guys love this movie. And I knew going in that I might not love this movie, but I was kind of ashamed that in admitting that, uh, people would be like, oh, Chrissy, you don't know. You're so wrong. It's a great movie. And so I've been really hesitant to do it because I know that a lot of girls say they love this movie. And I'm not sure if they're lying or they love Brad Pitt or they're doing it to impress a guy. But see, I haven't really – you haven't really spelled out why you don't like the movie other than that you don't understand why it's so violent. I think that's really a big part of it for me. Um, so if they were if, – if, if it was race car club and they just went around <laughs> – they went to a place – and they drove around in race cars, knocking me, you know, crashing into each other and possibly dying. No, not the same. Because they, they're taking it out on each other. Why couldn't it have just been Project Mayhem Club all along? Because I was totally on board for that. When you want to go blow up all the credit card companies, I'm on board for that. No, that's the part where everything goes askew. And, right. Chaos. You know, yeah. Okay. Why couldn't it have been Project Chaos? I mean, blowing up people's places and with dynamite and... I'm down with that. I'm really down with the subversive qualities of that. I was down with Ocean's Eleven for that very reason. They're taking down the casino. They're taking down the big bad. I like taking down the big bad. I don't understand why they had to take it out on each other. They're supposed to be friends. 
Oh man. So it's okay. So if it was chess club. No. <laughs> no. Dude, they're just trying to be men together. So we've been debauled. Our generation of men has been debauled. Debauled? Yeah, we have like to debarge? like we have to go back to our, you know, original primal instinct of being men and hunters and gatherers and Then go hunting and gathering, but go do it together. But you're against that too. We're gonna go hunt and gather what? Berries. <laughs> <laughs> and then throw it at each other's faces. No, because you're on the same team. Don't mess with the teammate. Okay, if this were basketball and we were in third grade and we were picking our teams, like you had the two team captains and I picked Joey, I picked Laura, and you're going through all the kids. Once you have picked your teams, you then don't start punching your teammates in the face. Those are your teammates. Instead, you huddle and you're like, okay, here's the game plan. We're going to get the other team. No, but that's an unwilling person that's not in the fight club. What? Who's the unwilling person in this scenario? The person that you just randomly punch in the face. What? But if you're like, hey, you want to go over there in the corner and punch each other in the face? And they're like, yeah. Then that's... Then they got their fight club right there. What? I don't know. I don't understand what you're talking about. I'm saying that if you're on the same team, you work together to bring down the rest of the world. You don't bring down each other. Because that doesn't make any sense. You're being subversive. You're questioning authority. You need a band of brothers to do that. You don't punch your band of brothers in the face. Okay. So what's the movie about, Chrissy? You've already asked me that. Anarchy. Chaos. Uh-huh. And also a healthy dose of schizophrenia. Okay. But what about those things? Are they good? I don't think it's for... I don't think it's a judgment call of is it good or is it bad. Uh-huh. It's that it exists and it's about how how you let it affect you or how you use it to your advantage. Okay. Hmm. Why? What is this movie about, Justin? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not talking about it anymore with you. Why? Well, it's not about just us. This is a podcast. Um, I've heard some people say that it's a romantic comedy. Justin said what? <laughs> it's a romantic comedy. Between who? Edward and, and Between Brad? Edward Norton's character and uh, Marla Singer, the character play, played by... Are Helena. you serious? Yes. No, I might consider it a bromance. Because when they first meet, it's like they hate each other. Because... He sees, I guess, too much of himself in her at the moment because if anyone's ever seen the movie, I'm part sure of pa- part of the, his, you know, steps of enlightenment. Some people say there's lots of boot, you know, Buddhism in this movie, which mm-hmm. I've heard that as well. Anyway, back to the romantic comedy. That makes sense. They they have their like meet cute at this uh, testicular cancer meeting. Meet cute. I haven't heard that in years. Yes. That's a that's a term that Roger Eber likes to use a lot. Yes. Uh, but he's you know, he sees too much of himself in her. She's a liar as well. Blah blah blah. So he's like he hates her. Then he wants well, to date themselves. I mean, let's be honest. Then, would you would you date yourself, Justin? Huh? Would you date yourself? Would I date myself? Yes. He sees too much of himself in Marla, so that's why he's not attracted to her in the beginning. Would you be attracted to yourself in another human? Well, I think we are all attracted, like, similar 
so, you know, some no, things in the No, I'm talking female Justin. Uh-huh. Would you be attracted to female Justin? No. No, probably not. Why? I don't know. I thought we were talking about the movie. <laughs> well, we are. I We just took a very quick offshoot because I think that's a theme worth exploring. Okay. How about you? No. Okay. There you go. I don't know how you're married to me, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Okay. Kind of awesome, but we'll leave that for another long, long <laughs> podcast. That would take forever, folks. To what? Yeah, do you have all night? To, to what? Talk about the good thing, you know, your good qualities. I don't know what to say. That was really, really sweet, even though that was totally undeserved. But thanks. Yeah. I'm so in love with my female self. I want to make <laughs> out with me. Let me put it this way. Let's go back to the romantic comedy thing. Uh, okay. Well, let's not talk about the movie at all. How was your day? I don't... It's raining outside, guys. Can we talk about the weather? Stormwatch 2009! I hear that Tiger Woods fella. He's in some <laughs> trouble. I don't understand why if we take a theme that is related <coughs> to the movie and we, you know, offshoot for under a minute, that that's like, must no, get because back on task! No, because we, the two of us will just spin into like, you know... That's some of our best work, is when we spin a little bit off task. I mean, honestly, I enjoy it the most when it kind of goes off the rails. Uh, what else? I remember one of my gay friends said this movie's all about a guy struggling with his uh, homosexuality. Mm, not impossible. Because there's, a lot, of, there's a lot of uh, homoeroticism in this movie with romance. guys. You could say it's just know, romance. Blah, blah, and then... Blah, blah. Such, such. And such, such. <laughs> Wowie. Oh, but yeah, don't let your, don't let the things that you own, own you. That's, I guess, the main yes. thing. And don't but date. But Chrissy, you know, Chrissy's got, she's got that Ikea nesting. Uh, Most women do. Thing going down. And so I that's probably why it. you don't like this movie. It's core. It's attacking, you know, something that is very inherent in you. You love Martha Stewart. You love. I don't love Martha Stewart. You love. You love brands. You I don't know. love brands. Yes. I'm a good shopper. I'll, I'll find if it's not a brand, but it's a better deal with, and it's just as good quality. Yeah. Then I'm happy. I don't care about the brand. The whole, the whole women peacocking. Let's. Who has the nicest purse? Who has the nicest shoes? <laughs> you feed into that. Come on. I don't do it nearly as bad as most of the women I know. That is true. But you're still you're still part of it. We all are. That's that's well. Of you know, course, we're cogs in a big machine. Yeah. But that, that's I guess the movie's just saying you know. Don't be a cog. You are not all the things you own. Try to be your own person, and the whole, you know. <sighs> what do you think about ex existentialism? I have a horrible confession to make. What? I was a journalism major. Uh -huh. I have taken film studies. Uh -huh. I still don't know what existentialism really means. Oh, really? Yeah. So you like you're, you're a theater nerd. You know, waiting for Godot and all that. You stuff. mean Guffman? Waiting for, waiting for Guffman. Waiting for Godot. Good job. <laughs> no, that's a that's a play. No, you never seen it. No. <laughs> Well, I'm taking away your drama nerd card. You're, what is this? Samuel, Chris, Samuel Beckett? No. This has been 
Chrissy has... Not ringing any bells. This podcast has other, otherwise been titled, Chrissy has so many good qualities. Let's name them. She doesn't know what existentialism is. She's not familiar with waiting for Godot, so we are totally going to strip her of her of her theater nerd card. And by the way, she's a total consumerist into brands and Martha Stewart, that sinister homemaker with her books and her shows. You always go to the extreme, man. You always exaggerate. You get your Kathy McQueen in you. She's totally like her mom there. She'll like exaggerate till the cows come home. A2 Brutus. <laughs> I'm totally like her mom as well. I always exaggerate as well. Um, what were we talking about? That was not English. I can translate that for those of you who don't speak Southern. It was like, I am totally like her as well. I exaggerate as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. But we play that back, Justin. You'll hear it. it was like, I don't know where as well. As well. It was not English. Oh my gosh. Oh this man. Sounded like a homeless. <laughs> Are you Ben Affleck? <laughs> okay, here's the story that we can't talk about. Get back on task, Justin! Is this about the movie or not? No, but you brought it up. See how it feels. Four years ago, Duffman. I was walking down the street, and a homeless man came up to me and... In front of 7-Eleven. And, like, eyeballed me. <laughs> And I was like standing, standing there, like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, he looks at me, he's like, "You been Affleck?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Uh, nope, not Ben Affleck." He's like, "You look like Ben Affleck." And this is way before that movie with the the kid that's like, "You white, you Ben Affleck." So Sean William Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to the movie and existentialism. And on that note, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean, no? All right, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about... I am Jack's cold sweat. <laughs> uh, uh, what did, you, did you say the acting-wise you thought it was oh, great? Everything, you know, as far as the production values was wonderful. Um, Directing. Really, directing was great. Writing was great. Acting was fabulous. Just the story. So if you're if you're numb, if you've been you know beaten down by society and consumerism, and you're numb and you don't you have no individualism, don't break out of that shell by beating each other up. Well, I think upon watching it again, I'll enjoy it a little bit more. Just to feel something. Don't beat yourself up. Well, listen. Now that I know the ending, I can kind of enjoy the rest of it more because. I will say, as we have been watching this in the background, I get certain references now that allude to the big aha moment. Like with Marla Singer. It's a love story. It's definitely not a love story. Yes. No. Yes. Because when they, when in the movie when uh, the character is Jack, when Marla Singer and Brad Pitt's characters start having sex. You mean... No, when I said Marla, Marla Singer and Brad Pitt's character, huh? You said Jack. Okay. You meant Tyler. No. That's fine. Yes. What? Never <laughs> mind. Wow. This has spiraled downward so fast. I can't even keep no. up. Yes. Tyler and Marla Singer having sex. Edward Norton's character gets jealous because he's in love with her. And then once her life is in peril at the end... That's when he breaks free from the whole Project Mayhem. And finally, Say that word one more time for me, please. Mayhem! 
Ma'am. One more. Ma'am. Do you want me to say it for you? Mayhem. That's not gonna happen. That's not no. Say it. No. Mayhem. No, that's not how I say it. Say have it. an accent. Shut up. Do it one more time. They fall in love with the end because he breaks away <laughs> from the the No! I'm not saying it. Why not? Because. Why? You're making fun of me. Come on. Come on. No. Okay. Well anyway, then. Anyway. So what would you give it on a scale? Letter grade scale. A, a B C D F. Yes. Pluses minuses count. Yes. Um. Somewhere between a B and a B plus. Oh. I didn't dislike the movie. It was just one of those things that when it was over, I was like, I don't understand why some people have attributed this to their, you know, best list of all time. Uh -huh. I, I don't get that. You know, if you want to say it's a good movie, if it's a well-made movie, it's a well-written movie, yes, I'm on board. It has great themes. Yes. Was it ahead of its time? Yes. Why is it in some people's books like their favorite movie of all time or in their top five? I'm like, come on. But if it had a sinking ship in it that you Oh, would... oh, it's the guy from Center Stage. It's Eon Bailey. Yeah. I like him. There you go. He saved Marine. See, but Center Stage would be in your top 20. <laughs> there's where we differ. <laughs> and there's where your whole logic of hating this movie crumbles <laughs> at the very end of the podcast. Oh. Center Stage, one of our favorite movies of all time. Probably top 10. I rest my case. But to be fair, I wouldn't say it was one of the best. It's horror. about dancing. That movie's just about dancing. It is. I wouldn't say it was one of the best or most well-made movies of all time. Certainly not. And Why do they have to hurt their legs like that? Can't they just like they don't hurt express, their legs. express themselves without dancing? One of them is bulimic. Yeah, why does she have to be bulimic? Because there are a lot of demands on I'm the just, dancer. I'm just, ra I've, I have never seen Center Stage full. Oh, of that'll be next then. Center Stage, no, the podcast. No. Well, I didn't enjoy that one. Anyway, yes. Chrissy loves Center Stage. It's one of her favorite movies of all time. But I wouldn't say it was insanely well made. I just like it. Okay. Well, this was insanely well made and I liked it. Congratulations. You get a gold star. I do. But that gold star doesn't own me. It doesn't represent me. I'm an individual. Are you going to punch me in the face? No. I'm going to punch myself in the face. Yay! I'm going to punch my id in the face. All right, Dr. Freud. We'll see you on the flip side. Later, skater. <laughs>